This 2023 Las Vegas NASCAR Weekend Recap Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is just Adam Pickham Scorchers, where you can win 100x. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to 5 Hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Last minute tickets. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code CFBX for twenty dollars off of your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. That's right, the sports researching platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get fifty percent off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest powered by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Feel free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Driver, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb recapping a wild weekend in the desert it is of course the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb i'm rod via gomez we pulled the slot machines, came up some sevens, came up some lemons, came up with uh, all sorts of crazy things, but a mixed bag, Cody, and, and really overall, exactly what we thought it was going to be out of an NASCAR weekend, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> pretty much went how we, how we thought it was, some good ones. Yeah, obviously Kyle Larson outright hit a, hit a couple in the Xfinity series, even though uh, you know we talked about how the odds weren't, weren't super great, so... Uh, not the best weekend ever, but but a good good solid weekend. We'll take we'll take the ones we got, and uh, yeah, it was it was some good racing this weekend. And so we what we had talked about too, as far as this mile and a half package, there really was. I mean, yeah, it got strung out. I mean, there was obviously parts of the Cup race that got strung out a little bit, and and obviously the Xfinity race kind of was strung out. But as far as the the guys that were racing for the back to the front, I mean, we'll obviously get to these when we break down our bets, but like. There was actual intrigue into how this was all going to play out. It wasn't like, okay, it got strung out, but there was still something to pay attention to, you know, even as the, the laps started to tick down, especially like the last, I don't know, 100 laps of the Xfinity race. I mean, it was, it was like almost single file, but there was movement throughout that file. Yeah, there was, there was some stuff, and then obviously get to the Cup Series race, and, and I mean, Christopher Bell one more lap maybe he gets larson right and i well oh i mean do you come on don't you use the bumper rod to get into the championship four why well, 
if there's ever a time, uh-oh, what's the intro say? I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. That's, that's why I was screaming. And I, you had the Larson bet, so obviously I wanted that to cash. But I'm like, use the bumper. He's going to wreck him. And he didn't. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of anticlimactic. Like, you got there. Give it to him and get in the championship, man. What are you doing? But I wonder, though, because, I mean, we've, we've seen it. And we saw it, too, even even in the, this race in particular. Like, if you do kind of give the bumper you stand a chance of not finishing the race as well. So like yeah, they were at the, they were, they were going to uh, spin and cross the line there. I mean, it's you're, you're getting there at that point, but eh. it'd been all or nothing. I, mean, I suppose. I don't think Christopher Bell's that type of guy. And, and again, you know, some people wouldn't have liked it, but it was exciting. At least, I mean, he, he caught him and, and had that chance. Uh, and then the Riley Herbst ass whooping. I was honestly just praying for no caution just because I mean, he laid it to the field. He, he, Oof, he really gave it to everybody, and I love to see it because we've been high on him for a while and, and finally gets it done, so I was, I was very happy to see that. As hard as it was to not be on him when he finally got it, I mean, I'm, I'm very happy that he did because you're right, man. Yeah, that was a big top five on him, so yeah. we got that. It not, wasn't the 40-1 to one to win, which, uh, Rod, I don't even want to admit it. I When I gave out Myatt Snyder, it was between Myatt Snyder and Riley Herbst, and I chose incorrectly, and I'm not very happy with myself. Uh, I don't have the button that you chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah. look, it, I mean, again, it was tough because there was there was a lot of the, the chalk storylines that we said were going to play out were playing out. I mean, all the guys at the front were the guys that were going to be at the front, and we basically said, listen, these are the guys that are going to be at the front, and they were. So it was just a matter of, uh, that was the only base that we really didn't have covered as far as the outright was concerned was him and uh you know everybody else in that in that block in that top five block and obviously like you said we'll talk about it were guys that we were on in one way or another so um of course unfortunately yellow is still my favorite or my least favorite color rather um definitely oh hate boy me. saturday was not a good start for you mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> like three caution flags in the first five laps and that i was, was like oh boy here we go what's up rye rye in the Did chat you know? what's up yes. Recapping some bets here, like we always do, trying to get down to it. So, um, all right, Cody. Well, we've kind of overlaid the bets, and we've kind of given you, uh, not overlaid, but overlaid the races. Sort of. We'll get into the nitty gritty here. I feel like it is good enough time to uh, go ahead and take a quick break. So let's tell you about as I fumble through my things here. I just got off of a mission, so I'm kind of a little wonky, but that's all right. So let's tell you about our second chance survivor contest. Already knocked out of your NFL Survivor, don't worry. We got you covered with SGPN's Second Chance Survivor. It's presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. $3,000 is up for grabs, and as always, winner takes all starting this weekend. So sign up now, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Talk about underdog fantasy. We, give you, we gave you a bunch of underdog picks, and in fact, I am very happy with my underdog picks this weekend. Uh, very much had some good ones out there. And uh, all three of the ones I gave out on the show hit. So very excited. Hopefully you guys tailed that one as well. Uh, but they've also got a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team. And of course, drive along your favorite drivers all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers. You're going to enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars hundred thousand dollars sundays continue on underdog fantasy 10 lucky players are going to wake up ten thousand dollars richer 
We're going to give you more underdog fantasy plays this week. It's been successful, so we'll do it again. Stay tuned for that episode. So watch along, make picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Yeah, make sure you sign up for Underdog. Uh, I'm telling you right now, we, like we said, we gave out our underdog picks, and all three of mine hit, I know for sure. Um, I, I wasn't able to keep track of Cody's because it was all I could do to keep track of mine. But how'd your underdog picks do this weekend? Yeah, you win back. you lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's just, for me, I like I gave the Ross Chastain one out that was higher than his finishing position. Busher, not a top 10 finisher. And then, of course, uh, my first one was... Um, Oh, shoot. Why am I blanking on it right now? Uh, I believe it was Larson, and it was I Larson. think you had Larson. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it was so, Larson. Uh, yeah, anyways, good good stuff on the underdog. Make sure you go sign up. Definitely a good spot to win it. Nick Fortune in the chat says it's a good weekend. Gents won some money. And the Iowa, 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 Iowa Hawkeyes are on top of the top 10 West Division. That's, uh, that's like saying you got this big mountain of shit over here. Damn. And you climb to the top of it, and it's really that's really cool of you because yeah, it's, I would not. <laughs> I wouldn't brag about being on top of that division because it's pretty bad. But congratulations to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Maybe they can put a national championship uh, trophy next to all their other trophies that they don't have in their trophy case. College rivalries are bitter. That's why. That's like how I feel like talking with with Navy when it goes Army Navy game. We'll have to have another friendly bet on this one as well. Uh, speaking of bets. Cody, it was, of course, like we said, the South Point 400 over there in Las Vegas. Kyle Larson locks himself into the next round of the playoffs. Nick talking about, wow, Cody, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You're no welcome. hold bars, Cody, today. <laughs> uh, anyways, Kyle Larson notches another win, barely edges out Christopher Bell, and really what it was was Christopher Bell didn't uh, have that killer instinct. Maybe he didn't want the repercussion of what would happen if he took out Kyle Larson that late in a race, but... Um, good racing overall, right? I mean, again, we, we talk a lot about uh, how the, the whole race shaped up and the pit stop strategies and two tires or even some in cases no tires, um, but it made this race play out probably a lot more exciting than it, it would have had it, it run green this whole time. Yeah, and I mean, there was plenty of storylines throughout the thing, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, again, it was the mile and a half have been good this year, and, and they've delivered... Um, plenty of plenty of strategy, plenty of different things going on. So, uh, ready to jump into it, Rod? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I started off with Tyler Reddick, top five plus one twenty, crossed the line in eighth after the Ryan Blaney disqualification, which we'll get to in a bit. Moves up to seventh. Unfortunately, not good enough to cash this. I he was not that great of a car, to be honest with you. I uh, I don't know. Uh, just man, I really expected. Uh, out of both those 2311 cars, like I expected them to be really good this weekend, and and they just weren't, and and uh, I don't know why, uh, but it made me really sad. <laughs> yeah, and Reddick was never really in contention. I mean, he started eighth, which you know, or started yeah eighth, which was a, a good starting position, but he only had moved up one the whole time, and he was never really running any more any better than fifth place, uh, in a fourth place rather. He finished the end of stage one in fourth place, so. Yeah, again, it's just he wasn't necessarily there. Neither one of those twenty three eleven cars were there, but uh, they've still got a couple more races to try to 
try to get yeah, themselves on the Homestead will be really good for for him this weekend. He'll be, he'll uh, imagine that Larson's going to be like we're going to be back to the old days of Larson. It's going to be plus two fifty, plus three hundred. Uh, and, and Reddick, I think, will be one of the favorites for sure too. So, man, just just disappointed in twenty three eleven in in general. Disappointed in Ty Gibbs. Uh, he was in the top ten for a, a peaking minute there, uh, and and then all of a sudden just fell back. I mean, it was. He was there in the top 10, and by the end of the race, he is so far down on the score sheet, 33rd on the score sheet. He was started 11th. Uh, granted, he wasn't in the in the top 10 for uh, any either of the stages, but he found his way by the end of that race through the pit strategies in the top 10 and then got wrecked, right? I mean, that's that's ultimately what happened to him. Uh, there was a tire that stepped out from him, right? That's that's what ended up happening? Yeah. Uh, man, he... The- the tire fell off and the wheel fell off Yeah, the whole thing which yeah was unfortunate so obviously got held to two laps and all that so yeah yeah man those those tire issues and that was a pit stop thing that wasn't necessarily a tire yeah but i was so curious like the entire wheel like the tire didn't just come off the whole wheel came out i don't know it was i don't know exactly what what causes that or or why it happened but uh unfortunate for for our guy Gibbs, um, uh, Bubba Wallace, top ten, minus one twenty-five, top five, plus two fifty. Ends up in twelfth. Uh, did he? I'm trying to remember. And I was I was in and out of the race, so I I didn't catch everything. But didn't he have a a penalty? I think at one point he was recovering from. I think so. I can't remember exactly, but ends up in 12th after the the disqualification. So unfortunately, it doesn't catch either of these. But back to my Tyler Reddick point, like just, oh, man, that just disappointed in 2311. I, I really, really thought, and Toyota was fast, right? Hamlin had a good car. Bell had a good car. And Truex, for a little bit, had a decent car. But uh, just uh, 2311 didn't have it like they have on the other mile and a half. And so, that really just kind of screwed my entire betting strategy because I, I was so big on these guys and they just they did not pan out for me this weekend. Yeah, it was definitely tough for Jordan and company. Um, it was kind of tough for everybody in the Hendrick uh, stable that wasn't Kyle Larson in this one. Alex Bowman I had as a top five car. Alex Bowman was a top five car. Alex Bowman probably could have been a top five car by the end of that race. Alex Bowman, spoiler alert, was not a top five car. He finished 34th <laughs> in this race. But boy, was he flirting with that top five until uh, he ended up crashing out of the race. That was heartbreaking, Cody. Yeah. Again, just what can you do, right? I mean, it, it seemed to be the right call. Uh, you definitely would have had a chance to catch this. Ends up crashed. And, Single uh, car, too, man. It wasn't even yeah. if it was just him. Like he And he said it, too. He's like, I'm not one to wreck myself, but... Yeah, he's not a guy. I mean, there's some guys you see spinning out quite often, and, and not Bowman's not usually one of those guys. So, what exactly led to that, or or why? Who knows? But uh, ugh, just sometimes you you catch the bad break in Vegas. Yeah, indeed. Uh, all right. Speaking of catching bad breaks, you did not no, this on this was, one. This was a yeah. This was a good break to catch. Uh, so yeah, the Caesars had these prop bets. We talked about it. Loved them. Hope they come back. I did hear somebody make the point that maybe because the race was in Las Vegas in their backyard, that's why they went extra. Hopefully that's not the case. Uh, but most laps led over 109.5. This was at minus 115 either direction. Kyle Larson clocks 133 laps led. 
so the over does cash and uh yeah this uh we hit hit our very first one of these special prop bets which uh give it to us some more hopefully we don't you know we didn't kill them so much this week they just don't give it but uh these are fun and and i think they can be exciting and 133 he cleared it pretty decently but uh you know some things could have happened obviously and larson about about wrecked it at one point there and and we could have had a completely different story and this wouldn't have cashed likely so uh yeah just keep giving it to us because this was this was a lot of fun and and i really hope that we continue to get to break these down and and dig into it's a challenge for us too right because we got to dig in and and originally, I was kind of, I was honestly, I leaned to when I saw it originally, I leaned towards the under and I go, I'm going to take the under on this. We've had so much parody on the mile and a half. So everything, and then you kind of looked into it. And like I made the case for on the betting episode, it was like, actually, the over on this one, you know, we, even though there has been so many close finishes and last chance leads and like you get into these grooves and these guys lead a lot of laps and that's what happened again. So a lot of fun to be able to cap that one, a lot of fun to be able to hit that one. Give us some more, please. Yes, please. Because, again, that was one of the ones where it was, I mean, we were thinking to ourselves, this is a lot of fun to be able to to get into the deepest part of the books to bring that out. And I want more because I want to, to get into that, uh, especially one the one that I have later on, which hit as well. But uh, we'll get to that in a few. Martin Truex Jr. I had as a top five car. Martin Truex Jr. was an eighth place car. And Martin Truex Jr. Uh, and his crew chief have about the most old person's type of marriage that you can have where they're literally they've been together for so long that all they do now is just scream at each other yet they still love each other but it's like uh, it's like do they love each other i don't I, know it, it seems like i it. i'm gonna be honest with you rod i hope that martin trex jr gets a new crew chief next year because i don't think that james small is the answer well i was about to say uh, i was about to lead in this one by you're killing me small because he killed me <laughs> on that pit strategy call martin trex jr would have cashed this yes and he makes so many just so super questionable decisions and and i get they've got the relationship but like they disagree about a lot of things and, and again it's heat of the moment and and you know you can have that relationship where it's like what the fuck are you doing and you know you know it's like after the race it's all kumbaya and stuff but uh, I, I just if, especially if next year is truex's last year uh, i hope that uh I hope that he gets a different crew chief. But anyways, continue with here. Well, no, and again, it was just a matter of, uh, I'll pop in real quick with Nick Fortune. He says, are my sources correct? Cody and Rod could be coming to Iowa next summer. Uh, Fortunately, I don't think we're going to be able to both make it. If one of us does, that'd be something, but we're working on it. There might be some scheduling conflicts, unfortunately. So we're going to get a NASCAR. I really hope that uh, (laughs) that we are able to make it because I'm going to be really fucking sad if the race, if NASCAR comes to Iowa for one season and I miss it. Uh, but yeah, TBD on that. We'll we'll get back to you. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna contact uh, NASCAR to see if we can't get them to reschedule the race uh, yeah. altogether. But that or yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> or no. some other organizations. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Ah, let's, they can move it for us. <laughs> we'll get a petition rolling here soon. <laughs> It'll work. Uh, yeah, but for Truex, look, I mean, here's the thing about Truex. Like uh, he honestly staying out in that instance was a very strange decision indeed. I feel like it could have worked if a caution would have happened, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. For me, I'm pissed because he, he would have been a top five car. He was fast enough. He was even fast enough to kind of get himself back into the conversation for an eighth place finish, right? I mean, he had to tear his way through back up the field for eighth place uh, and ninth place, I guess, really with Blaney um, getting toast. But yeah, again, it's ugh, frustrating to be a Truex fan right now. Yeah. Uh, and again, man, if he gets to Phoenix, I, I think he's going to have a, a shot, but 
going to be hard to make a case for them to get to Phoenix. I know we got to go to Martinsville, and it's it's named after Martin Trucks Jr. That's that's actually a fact. Go look that up. Uh, <laughs> not so, but uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see. I, it's just been man, what a rough playoffs it's been for them. It's just, and this was a case of shoot, shooting yourself in the foot. Little, little Ferrari action for for Truex and company. But uh, next up for me, uh, heartbreaking on this one. Carson Hosovar to win Group H. This was plus two twenty five over on Caesars. Over Stenhouse, Briscoe, Almarola, um, and uh, I don't know. Almarola thirteenth probably would have been better than than where Hosovar would have likely finished. But uh, you look at the other guys. Briscoe is thirty second, and who is the other one? Stenhouse. He ended up twenty fourth. So I feel very confident that that Hosovar would have beaten at least those two guys. Maybe had something for Almarola in thirteenth, but. Obviously, he ended up being one of those single car wrecks. Uh, took himself out. Ends up finishing. Uh, well, it was last until uh, until Blaney got disqualified. So thirty fifth officially. But uh, man, just it was sad to see because I, I don't remember where he was running when it happened. But it I was inside like the top running. fifteen somewhere. In yeah, that he was vicinity. Yeah. So and that's what you were looking for with this type of bets. Uh, so again, just kind of on the bad luck side of things, and, and didn't get a fully see it play out. So that one, that one kind of sucked. Yeah, I mean, again, it was the same type of thing too, where it just you you saw, and then the forty three also had its troubles as well. So that legacy team with Jimmy Johnson in the house didn't get yeah. uh, didn't get a and good show. Announcement from them today, just real quick too, since we're on the topic of the the legacy teams. John Hunter Nemechek is going to run the forty two car this weekend at Homestead Miami, which is very very interesting because he's obviously a Toyota driver and he's going to be racing for a Toyota Cup team next year which is going to be Legacy Motor Club, but right now they are a Chevrolet Cup team. Uh, so there had to be permissions made from Chevrolet. There had to be permissions made from Toyota. Everybody got in the room saying kumbaya, and, and uh, John Hunter is going to be in the car this weekend, and then uh, Hosovar will be back for, for Martinsville and Phoenix um, for both of those. But yeah, very, yeah, which is great. I mean, if you're able to work it out between the manufacturers and everything, it, it's good to see them get the chance because that's his car next year like that's his ride that's his team but it is interesting because he's obviously a toyota guy going for a championship with toyota he's going to come over to the cup side and drive a chevrolet even though he's going to be a toyota next year very but yeah just throw that out there since we were on the topic of of the legacy motor club the legacy yeah, put motor your, put club. your pinky up <laughs> uh i love it uh all right my next bet was uh kyle larson as a top three car Ugh, what a horrible bet where'd this guy finish well i tell you what <laughs> he almost didn't finish anywhere near the top three if he would have tapped that wall a little bit harder Oof. fish tailed out i don't know what i mean he good channeled, thing it's not the old car <laughs> well good thing he, he's a dirt racer too because i'm that sure too. that had a lot to do with his being able to recover from that kind of a of a spin that's taking out lesser drivers than than Kyle Larson, or even better drivers than Kyle Larson. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that race, he was the better car all day long. I mean, there was no question as to who. Obviously, Christopher Bell was was definitely in the argument, but I mean, everybody knew that this was a Kyle Larson race. It it yeah, just played out like one. I think it's really good for that team that they wore the best car and actually put it together because we talked about that in the betting episode, like. If he's going to be the best car, it doesn't end like it seems like usually when he's the best car, he doesn't win. When he's not the best car, that's when he does win, which is, uh, you know, an odd way for it to happen. But this time they actually finished and followed through and going to be hard to stop him from from winning that second championship. Obviously, we'll talk about that in a few weeks. But uh, 
yeah, this top three bet plus money too. Great call by you. And had Bell gotten him at the last second there, uh, and, and he still crosses the line, uh, you know, and not gets wrecked and doesn't finish in the top three, but you likely would have at least caught one of those bets, which we've talked about that a lot lately. Like, if you like somebody to win, it's not a bad idea to grab them top three if the number's good enough, uh, plus money. You double dip in this case, but if you don't, you know, and Bell gets him there at the end or, or there's a late caution and he doesn't, you know, end up winning. Uh, it's a good way to cover yourself. So I had Chase Elliott top 10 minus 115. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he ends up in 31st. Uh, he, he just behind the eight ball so early, obviously they're wrecked in, in practice, which I'm glad we didn't see the tire issues in the race that we saw in practice. So maybe they were pushing the limits and, and you do it with the Chase Elliott car, right? And, and it sounds like Larson was a lap away from, his doing the same thing in practice. He caught it, luckily for him. Uh, but then Chase Elliott had that restart violation. I think it was later on, too, which kind of put him back far out of it. So I don't know that he would really would have been a top 10 car anyways. He he kind of made his way up there, but I, I don't know that he was really that strong this weekend, which was unfortunate because he's been a top 10 car. I mean, he's got more top 10s and top 15 finishes than anyone since Sonoma earlier on the season, shortly after he came back. Uh, he's been very consistent in that manner, but... Not this weekend, unfortunately. Just going to the backup car and everything. It, it kind of this bet was kind of screwed from the get go, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, for Elliot, like we said, I mean, he's probably just going to be very happy to watch this one go absolutely goodbye this season. Uh, look forward to twenty twenty four for sure, and put better days ahead for him. All right, so this is the next one that uh, that we got that we were a little bit extra on and happy with that we got uh, this this type of a bet to make, and that was number of lead changes. I said it was going to be over 18 and a half at minus 115 on Caesars. Cody, we got 20 lead changes total in this race. By my count, doesn't matter if it's a half a lap over or one and a half laps over, we cashed this bet. The, the passes came down and broke down like this. There were nine green flag pla uh, passes, six lead taken on pit road, two leads inherited during yellow flag pit stops, two leads re taken on restarts, and one lead inherited during a green flag pit stop. That is how your 20 laps of uh, lead changes yeah, rather uh, broke down. Rod's coming with the full breakdown for you. I love I it. I love it. <laughs> that's uh, that's buildspeed.org, by the way, if you guys wanted to uh, wow. to follow along on that. they I didn't, I didn't do the research. But I know how to get to it. <laughs> Props to them. Props to them. Yeah, that's uh again, these are these bets are a lot of fun. Please keep giving these pretty, pretty, please keep giving this to us because uh yeah, it was it was fun to bet on these and luckily we hit both of them right off the right out of the gate. So that was a good way to start. Outrights, Jenny Hamlin, six to one. Uh, you know, said it was gonna be Hamlin or Larson or Byron. Uh and, and pick your poison. Unfortunately, I picked wrong. Eh, I don't know that he really ever had a chance to win this. He had a, an okay car and, and a good day, but ninth place at the end of the day, just not really a chance to win it. Blaney, 14-1, to one, crosses the line in sixth. Obviously, he was disqualified. Uh, I guess they probably had to cheat to be even that good. So I I don't know. This was the Penske thing, and, and they've been so strong there. I didn't love taking it, but I felt like I needed to. Unfortunately, it didn't pay out. Bubba, 20-1. to one talked about him earlier just overall disappointed with 23 11 and then logano 40 to 1 11th place again hardest guy in the garage to handicap tossed last year's race winner in this one that was and you're getting him at 40 to 1 that was that was the end of that one just put a sprinkle on it uh 
never really had a shot. I didn't know that I thought it would, but one of those you don't want to miss out on if it does hit because you feel stupid about it, Rod. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's again, it's it's a missing out type of a thing because if you if he goes off and he actually does win it like he did last time, you don't want to miss out. Ah, what's up, Justin? In the chat, my two favorite podcasters minus his wife. Sorry, dudes. That's your wife is also my favorite podcaster. Dude, your wife is Besides an amazing Rod. podcaster. You're she- fourth, fifth on the list somewhere in there, Justin. Don't worry. <laughs> Hot damn. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Shots uh, fired. I got I, now. Not only am I being attacked in the comments here by Nick Fortune, he's group chatting me and Justin, talking shit over there too about Iowa being on top of the shit pile. So that's funny. These I'm fucking not, Iowa guys. I'll I'm not getting you. any of them. Thank God. I'm I'm out of the crossfire. <laughs> uh, I hate it when mommy and daddy fight. Um, all right. Well, I had Kyle Larson, uh, who ended up winning this race at five to one. Which was uh, again when I when I said it was Larson, I, I was building in for chaos too because I mean I just I, I I thought it was gonna be Larson. I was convinced it was gonna be Larson, but I, with my luck on outrights lately, I was like it's probably not gonna be Larson. Uh, but I did give out Brad Keselowski at twelve to one. Hey, listen, Brad Keselowski led some laps. Huh? He led thirty eight, finished fourth, uh, and of course he would have probably finished third. I think had it not been for Kyle Busch getting past. I actually. Kazowski finished, what was it? What did Blaney end up? I can't even remember where Blaney finished before he got disqualified. Um, uh, I can't remember. Anyways, but uh, I do know that that uh, Kozlowski got passed by Kyle there toward the end, or else it would have been a better finishing position. But yeah. like we say... And Blaney was, Blaney was sixth before he was disqualified. So, so then yeah. Kozlowski so would have finished ahead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, but it's still, I mean, he was still running third before Kyle uh, ran him down. So definitely frustrating for that. And he was second, too, before... Uh, Bell ran him down. So, Kazowski, good day for him. Very happy that I uh, had given that one out. He keeps getting so close. Uh, That close. It's sad. It is uh, sad. Oh, well. Um, All right. We are going to break down the Xfinity race because that happened as well. Uh, But first, let me tell you about game time. Hate buying tickets. Can't stand it. They suck. Ticket buying is probably the worst single thing you could do in your life. Okay, maybe not. I'm sure there's other things that are worse than that. But uh, you just don't know sometimes if you're going to get price gouged. Well, all of that stress and all of the anxiety with buying tickets has disappeared thanks to Game Time. You can now buy tickets stress-free because Game Time exists and Game Time guarantees that they got your back. And when you buy on Game Time, your tickets are going to be delivered to you on time and authentic. They're going to give you lower fees. They're going to give you better prices. They want to compete with all the other sucky ticket sites out there. Uh, they're not sucky. All the other ones are, by the way. Uh, and they, if you find one on one of those sucky sites out there, they're going to make up the difference of 110%. If they accidentally give you a better deal than Game Time, Game Time's going to make it up to you with 110% of the difference. Not to mention, it's made for your mobile phone. No sending it to the inboxes where it could get put in spam or you're looking for it in the mail because you decided to send it through mail. No, all your game time tickets are coming straight on your mobile phone. Not not to mention they're going to give you a picture too of where you're going to be sitting when you get those tickets. Listen, snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. 
Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizers. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, so there was, of course, the Xfinity race that happened on Saturday. We always go with the one that's freshest in our mind, right? So uh, the Alsco uniforms, 302 in this one. We talked about it in the opener. Riley Herbst getting his first win. But listen, special shout out to one young John Hunter. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Spock Nemechek. Uh, started 38th. 38th, Cody. Dead last on the grid. Probably could have won this race were there another couple of laps in this one. I mean, maybe maybe ten or fifteen. A lot of laps. laps. He was what thirteen seconds behind at the end. He was. He was. Had there been a late caution, I think he would have won it. Uh, but we talked about it, right? John Hunter probably going to be the best car on the weekend. Probably going to be the fastest car. Plus one five. You do not do it because too many things can go wrong. Too many things went wrong. Starts at the back. Sure, he was fast. Sure, he made it up there. Did not win, and that's why you didn't bet on him. Uh, JDK, sorry, late to the party, boys. We're just kids busy counting all that money Bubba uh, made him, I believe is what that's supposed to say. By fading him. Yes, we just got done talking about your second favorite driver. I know Austin Dillon is your favorite driver. Uh, Bubba, a close second. Ugh, again, just disappointed in 2311. You'll have to go back and listen to that part, but uh, oh well. <laughs> that is true. Uh, but yeah, okay, to get back to John Hunter, you're absolutely right. That's, this is why sometimes, and we tell you, sometimes it makes sense to, to bet the favorites, a la Kyle Larson. Sometimes it doesn't make sense to bet the favorites. When the number is not right, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we would have made, we, you obviously would have made more money betting on some of these other bets that we hit uh, in the Xfinity series than you would have made betting John Hunter to win. And then the fact that he didn't, well, then you wouldn't want any money. Right. And, and again, that's why, and we talked about it, right, as we go through this, like we built our card the way we did, just kind of taking some shots because the odds were shitty, because it was so top heavy. And, and because it was, you know, John Hunter was up there and even Allgaier was up there and he wasn't that impressive. He finishes in sixth, okay. And Hill was up there and we didn't even touch on the Hill top five this week because... He's not been doing it lately, and he doesn't again, like seventh place. Seems like that's not the time to panic, but for him, it almost is because he's not been as good as he has been. So, uh, yeah, just this race kind of went mostly how we thought it would, right? John Hunter would be fast and be good, but Riley Herbs, man, that that car was impressive. He was impressive at home. You know, they said 50 to 60 family and friends were in attendance for him, and, like, He's 215, 240 starts, some, a lot of starts in the Xfinity series, and he's been with good teams. He was with Joe Gibbs Racing before he went to Stuart Haas and just has not been able to get it done, finally getting it done. Good to see for him. In the week, they just announced he was going to be back this year, right? So uh, that's awesome. We'll kick it off. I'll just jump over. I had him top five, five to one. 
obviously kicking myself for not grabbing him to win at 40 to one because that would have been nice i know a few in our discord did have that so uh shout out to you and and props on hitting that if you did have it that's awesome um man i've had so many tickets on him to win races over the years too and it's of course this is when he finally gets it done but glad i jumped back on the top five train um and again even if you did like him to win right this is at five to one like what a good number and if he took his top three even better uh but He's a fast car. He can get it done. He's done it so many times. Just doesn't always put it together. And so that kept the number good for us. Cash this one five to one. It's a good way to start off the card. And it made it impressive as well because he qualified eighth, but he went to the back as well uh, for unapproved adjustments. So he climbed from the back of the pack all the way up to the front uh, as well. So definitely a fast car. I don't know why I overlooked the hometown part of it. I, I don't normally I play into that, yeah. but... And I did too, because even though I brought him up, I hadn't even put that part of it together. I don't know why, um, but yeah, but Sorry. luckily it worked out anyways. <laughs> it sure did. Uh, so did my next one, and that was Chandler Smith as a top five car. Chandler Smith finished in fourth exactly where he started, but Chandler Smith led some laps in this race. He was fighting for the lead at some points. Um, I thought he may slip out of the top five for a second because uh, as he was kind of getting deeper into the run, he wasn't quite as fast. He got passed by Custer, got passed by Nemechek. Uh, and then I thought, man, if Sam Mayer passes him, if Allgaier passes him, I'm going to cry. Uh, but shout out to Chandler Smith. Held firm, plus 250 for a top five. He was a fast car. He really was. I We knew he was going to be here, and uh, I'm glad that he actually managed to, to play it out that way. Yeah, I got a little nervous at the end of this one just because he was seemed to slowly be slipping back. But uh, luckily, he did hold on to that top five. And uh, yeah, this was a great call by you. Obviously, I was on him in the outright market. He, he didn't quite have the outright car, um, but showed up again. He was very fast here in the spring, and so paid off being back in on him. I had Myatt Snyder, top five, five to one. Uh, 11th place. I'm torn on how to feel about that because at five to one, he finished 11th, you know, maybe he kind of had a shot, but he didn't really ever have a shot. That car is, is so fast. And again, it was, this was a bet on that car, not on, on Myatt specifically himself. You're just hoping that car was going to be fast enough. And his teammates were fast. Obviously John Hunter came from the back and, and got up there and looked good. And, and Sammy was, I don't remember what happened to Sammy, but Sammy was fast for a while. It was a pit. It was pit. pit. Yeah. yeah. He had a pit penalty, right? So that's what put him back, but he was up there for a long time. Maya just didn't have it, unfortunately. Uh, I, I don't think we have to put him in the, uh, oh, who's that guy that jumps in the car every once in a while that I like to make fun of? I can't think Joe, of Not right Joe Graff. Uh, Joe Graff, yeah. yeah. Joe Graff, he finished 37th. Shout out to him. Uh, but <laughs> I don't think we're going to put him in Joe Graff territory, but damn it, Maya Snyder. I mean, look, and they showed that 19 car, uh, especially toward the end, they're fighting with a bunch of people. So, uh, I mean, again, it should have been there. Wasn't necessarily there. That's all right. Um, all right. I had Daniel Hamrick. Yes, I'm saying his name because he almost cashed this as a top five car. Yeah, you don't get your name set for almost cashing, Rod. Hey, it's better, than, it's better than wrecking the entire field out. I will say that. So, um, I hope everyone picked up their Q-tips so they could clean their ears after talking, hearing Rod talk about that nasty number 10. Look, the number 10 car did lead a lap. He started sixth. He, oh, was, running, he was running in the top five for uh, for the end of the first stage, top five at the end of the second stage. I think he's earned himself a cup ride for next year now, so that's good. 
Uh, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I will say yeah, that. But he got one anyway. He almost he almost <laughs> cashed this a, a ninth place finish. Not bad for a guy that we didn't think was going to. I mean, he was he was at six to one for a top five finish, and he finished in ninth. That's still that's pretty damn good. Yeah, for again, yeah, for the odds you get it at, and again, just taking shots because the odds were so shitty. Uh, Brandon Jones, top three plus three eighty. Uh, I don't know. He was eighth at the end of the day. He kind of hung around all day. Wasn't really ever going to be a top three car, I don't think. So, top five might have a better way to go, but that didn't even cash anyways. So, <laughs> why does everybody got to hate on Nebraska? Jeez, I know we suck. All right, Justin, leave me alone. That's right. I like the <laughs> SNL shot at uh, at Deion Sanders and uh, what you call it. Oh, yes. Day. That was a good yes. one. I, I loved it. Um, I love, uh, I loved, I went to bed when they were wait when they were up and then I woke up and they had lost, which was great. Well, that's, and so, and so SNL had a, had Deion Sanders, right? It had Keenan Thompson being, yeah, I, uh, seen, I didn't see the bit, but I saw the picture of Keenan in the Colorado. Gear, yeah. Which he goes, great. he goes, ah, we were up at halftime. So I went home and I watched the rest of the game. And then when I woke up, we lost. <laughs> that uh, is great. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, all right. I had Sam Mayer as a top three car. Ah, Sam Mayer, fifth place at the end of the day. But his his day was a yo-yo roller coaster of a day, man. In the front. No, he wasn't necessarily in the front, but he was, like, in the middle, in the back. In the middle, a little farther to the front, to the back. Like, boy, Sam Mayer. That one car got a lot yeah, of plays. He, he was all over the place throughout the day. Uh, unfortunately, not his day, but, again, finishing fifth. When you're plus 425 for the top three, like, I know that all these didn't cash, but we were on the right track for the guys that would be in the conversation for these. So uh, I think that's a good call. That's I my biggest takeaway, actually. That, that yeah. was my biggest takeaway from it. I mean, all these guys were congregated around the top yeah. five. We found the guys who were fast and the guys who were value. And again, value isn't always hitting them, but but being in the, the ballpark, and we did hit you know the, the Herps one at five to one and the Chandler at top five at plus 250. So you hit a couple of them. You sprinkled your, your units out correctly, and, and hopefully you, you ended up in the positive from that. Uh, Kligerman, Group D, plus 320. Uh, Riley Herbst was in this group. Again, I made the case for Herbst to be in the top five. Then I made the case for how sometimes things can go wrong for him. Obviously, ends up in the top five. Uh, and Kligerman, I don't know, Rod. I know they got bounced from the playoffs, but just you just took all the money out of the car? I don't know. He was just... He'd been so fast on on some of these other mile and a halfs here lately. I mean, he, he almost won at Texas, and he'd been fast at Kansas, and just didn't really. I mean, thirteenth, and that's kind of where he was all day. Like, I think he finished ninth in stage one, but that was about it. So, I very disappointed in Kligerman. Obviously, with Herps winning, you wouldn't cash this anyways. Uh, and, and he really actually finished last in this group because number ten finished ahead of him, and, and so did Snyder. So. Again, this was kind of a, a hedge on some of those other guys because he had some bets on them, uh, but yeah, didn't, didn't cash this one. They uh, they unplugged the the car before it was done charging, and so he just sort of didn't have all the power uh, to get there. But um, all right, my next one was Justin Allgaier over John Hunter Nemechek. God damn, John Hunter! I mean, literally, I thought this was looking good so much of the day. Justin Allgaier was fighting around the front all day long. I mean, he wasn't necessarily going to win this race, which I kind of knew anyways, but I thought he'd be a top-five car. He was sixth place at the end of the day, started seventh. John Hunter, man, that dude was, first of all, under a lucky star because he did manage to, to miss that big wreck 
that Rajak yeah. Karuth ended up getting. Uh, and that, but that, again, in. that's another reason you don't bet on a guy at plus one seventy five because he could have easily been caught up in that. And yeah, uh, he got very very lucky there. And I think Sammy Smith actually was in that one too on top of his penalty. But yeah, no, he didn't. He missed it. He just got some junk on his on his yeah. windshield. I mean, it was that's right. He was very close yeah. to getting bad. Him yeah. and John Hunter for that matter. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, anyways, John Hunter drives up to second place. Justin in sixth. I'm still gonna take this at plus money because, damn it, that would have cashed if if. I, yeah, the the plus money side of it, man. When you think these are gonna be the best two cars, I, I got the side of it you were taking, but you know how much I love some John Hunter. So hard I for do. me to to go over that, but I did go over on the winning car number, eleven point five. Uh, you know, I kind of tossed Riley Herbst in there. Maybe he, uh, you know, maybe he could be part of this, but it's really the other guys you were going for, and uh, didn't matter because Herbst ends up winning it for you. First, second, both over, and third place was over eleven point five, or fourth place rather. So three of the top four. Justin says never good to have junk on your windshield. Sounds like a good manscaped. Depends, uh, manscaped depends who you are. Uh, you never know. Some people <laughs> might like it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a good call. I mean, I I kind of was like, man, but you know, what if, what if Algar? What? I was playing devil's advocate, but uh, yeah, you're right. There well, was and again, fade JRM. It's been a very very positive uh, EV strategy for me this year, and uh, I should have stuck to that in my outrights, but we'll get there in a second. <laughs> yeah, we will. Uh, I had Brandon Jones over Sammy Smith, and thank God for Sammy Smith getting into trouble and uh and having to go back into the end of the pack because this one ended up cashing because brandon jones man brandon jones was he started 13th but i don't know i didn't see him very much over the course of the broadcast until all of a sudden he's eighth place crossing the finish line so uh i was pretty happy about that and and again for sammy smith it was just that he was almost as yo-yoing as sam Mayer, but unfortunately at the end of the race his yo-yo was in the down position and not the up position. So, <laughs> yeah, so that worked out for you. And again, Brandon Jones, been solid on intermediates. Not quite as good. Not that top three like I had hoped, but still good enough to cash this. And again, Sammy Smith. It's just hard to trust him to get the finishes. So worked out for you. I had my Snyder forty to one. We talked about him. Just again, you're betting on the car. That car at forty to one with anybody but Joe Graff in it. You you gotta take a little bit on it just because. And again. The reason we give out 40 to 1, Rod, because a 40 to 1 won this race. I understand it's not the one we gave out, but just because they're 40 to 1 doesn't mean they can't not win these races. And we did it last year with Ross Chastain. We did it with Truex earlier this year at 35 to 1. Like it, these bets do hit, and that's the reason you make them. I wish I'd have taken Herbst, obviously, looking back. But Snyder, I was betting on the car 40 to 1. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad bet for that car. Chandler Smith, 20 to 1, talked about it. A uh, good strong finish, right? Ends up in in fourth place. Probably didn't have the winning car. Twenty to one, though. It's probably not a a bet I probably would make again. A bet I would not make again, Rod. And I don't know why I did this. I, the John Hunter being a plus one seventy five thing just threw me so off. I didn't have my go to. I didn't have my guy to take. I decided to bet on Josh Berry plus seven hundred. Sits it on the pole, fastest car. All right, here we go. And then he just sucked, and I don't understand. And I thought this was interesting. Uh, so over on Reddit, somebody posted, um, did Stuart Haas make a mistake by signing Josh Berry so early this year? Uh, and, you know, going on about, uh, you know, we've seen the hype. And, it's, I mean, look at his season. Like, it's not been very good, Rod. I, uh, and Dale Jr., uh, his official verified account, commented and said, it's not his fault. I didn't give him what he needed this year. He's good enough for the cup opportunity. 
the lack of wins slash success this year was not a Josh Berry issue, which what else is Dale Jr. going to say? I mean, of course, that's what you say, right? What I mean, but he didn't have to say that either. And nobody forced him to make, nobody asked for his comments. So I don't know though, but Josh Berry, I, again, I've not bet on him much this season and I've bet against him a few times and I, why I talked myself into betting on him this time, well, I think it's because he won this race two times in a row. So it makes sense, but He's just not been good this year and, and looking forward with that SHR team that's not been very good in the Cup Series. And their lineup is just, we'll see who goes in the 10. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But uh, NJRM as a whole has been disappointing. So, I mean, even Allgaier, like he's been fast a lot of weeks, but he doesn't always get the results. Brandon Jones, it's been well documented how bad it is. But Sam Mayer's got three wins. I don't know. It's been... Uh, I'm just I'm I'm mad at myself for betting on Josh Berry. Again, John Hunter wouldn't have been the right way to go either. I don't know who else up there I would have really taken in the favorites because I don't like Allgaier. He was only what plus three twenty five yeah, or something plus three fifty somewhere. So it's yeah. Looking back, I don't know. I mean, yeah. So uh, Barry, he sucked. So there there is that. <laughs> Uh, well, I know who I did take, and I took uh, Austin Hill at 6-1. to one. Not a race winner at all. Uh, again, he finished 7th place. He was in 10th place to start this race. and so How about how about Vegas delivering on the long shots, though? Because we did have Austin Hill. I think he was 25-1 to one in the spring when he won this race. And then you get the 4. So you get a 25-1 to one and a 40-1 to one in these two uh, Vegas Xfinity races. Oh, there you go, Vegas. You're doing it right. They did food. Yeah, they did just well. I bet for me, like I said, with Austin Hill, it was just a matter of I, I don't think I felt as strongly about him winning that race, but I also did just say that I think he stood a better chance than any of the, the favorites out there. And I was kind of right. I mean, obviously, uh he like I said, he did finish seventh place. Um, you know, and he was right there. He was never in the mix to to win this race. Uh, unfortunately, he did get kind of mired back, too, in a couple of pit strategy situations. But um, nobody had it for Riley Herbst. What was it, 12 seconds, 13 seconds by yeah, the I end of it? Yeah, it was 13 seconds by 14, the end. 14, I'm sorry, the official margin of victory, 14.959. 14? Yeah. And I think they had said on the broadcast that Burton had the record from 2000 or 2002. It was like seven seconds for, for margin of victory in Xfinity. So good old-fashioned ass-whooping by Riley Herbst. Again, props to him. We're glad to see it. Uh, there's more where that came from. And now again, if, as long as your name's not Daniel Hemrick, you get these wins and the other ones start rolling in. Uh, so I think that, uh, we might, might be seeing some more from Riley Herbst next year. They might've, uh, unleashed the beast. If you, if you want to say that monster Most, on the monster car. Guy. Yeah. Is not, uh, is not just for show anymore. Um, all right. So yes, congratulations to Herbst on his first win to Larson for his first win in a while. Uh, and yeah, I mean, again, we are now moving yeah, on. First win in like four weeks. <laughs> he just won Darlington. So I just said a, long, a while. That's a long time for what a week. Just real quick, too. What a week for Kyle Larson. Like he wins oh, yeah. the the wins the sprint car championship for uh, for the high limit series on Tuesday night. Uh, he gets into IndyCar, does his rookie testing. Right, he's you're doing uh, and they're limited on the speed they can go, but like two seventeen was his average or whatever. Then he gets in the Cup car kicks everybody's ass like dude is just again like respect the greatness this there's there's a guy of every generation right you got richard petty you got dale earnhardt you got jeff gordon you got jimmy johnson guess what kyle larson is him that's that's the guy of this generation and and he's well on his way to having a good shot at a second championship already 
I'm not saying he's going to make it to that seven-win club, but uh, it's going to be a hard dude to stop, especially if he's already got this new car figured out. And uh, <laughs> Watch out. I was actually in his hometown this weekend, actually. I was in Elk Grove. Uh, for He wasn't there, obviously, but uh, <laughs> I went Is looking. Big? Do they have, like, Kyle Larson shit at, like, home of Kyle Larson, or does anybody care? I'm pretty sure that only three people. In, no, I'm just kidding. There's a lot of people that care in that town. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just I'm not. Sure his parents over. and his grandparents live there, so yeah. they care. I know two other people. I know, I know folks oh, that live in Elk Grove that that like, oh yay, I love Kyle Larson. So, I mean, that's that's another two. I don't know. There's maybe like one more you can find. In that, but, Good enough. Uh, anyways, yes. So we move on to next week, uh, Cody, and uh, getting ready for yeah. Homestead, Miami. We got all three series. Uh, the trucks are back in action and this is the cutoff this is it for the trucks right and then it's just the championship race i believe this is the i don't last... think they go to martinsville so no they don't they just go I to will Phoenix. quickly yeah so yeah this will this will set the the championship lineup for the trucks xfinity is going to be there cup's going to be there f1 is in america this week they'll be in uh where are they Houston, the right Ameri- coda you... yeah, yeah they'll be coda yeah coda so be a coda we gotta break that down check out the f1 gambling podcast Oof, I'm excited. Give me a good weekend of racing. Again, Homestead, it's mile and a half track. And these guys are going to be bouncing off the walls. Dale and our juniors back in the Xfinity series. He's going to be racing again. Oh, yeah. We're in for a good week. Make your donations to the uh, Dale Jr. Oh, well, I, I'm gonna, I'm very interested to see his odds after how well he ran at Bristol. He might be one of the favorites, which, I, you know, I don't think we can advocate for betting on him if he's a favorite, but. You're gonna have to look for creative ways to try and get some money on him, just because it's Dale Jr. And and after how he ran a Bristol man, we'll see. I love how they said, "Don't catch on fire," or "No fires, Jr." Yeah, and they're like, "Yeah." yeah the yeah, broadcasts are like, "Yeah, just to, just try to do it without the fire this time." He's like, "Oh yeah, like, we'll, we'll do that." <laughs> uh, all right. Yes, we are on to Miami. Uh, bienvenido a Miami. So we'll see you then for that. Uh, we'll break it down. Burnt Mayo. I love that. Burnt Mayo. Burnt yeah. Mayo. I don't think he's in the. The I don't think it's the Hellman's car this time. I think it's something else. Whatever is other is it Bass Pro? I don't remember. Let's uh, we'll find out. That's a good. That's a good marketing scheme for Hellman's toasted mayo. <laughs> oh, there you go. Like, put that See, on they, your uh, shelves. Yeah. Look oh, yeah, and the pizza roll car did it right. They you burnt that car down. You don't burn your pizza rolls. Don't burn your pizza and, rolls. Uh, yeah, here we go. You got to embrace it, man. You got to you got to embrace right. everything that comes at you. A good marketer would oh, do that. Remember when uh, was it Balicki ro- drove through the Sargento cheese sign on the road course and then. He drove the Sargento cheese uh, or cheese car a few weeks later or whatever. It all works out. It all. You got the out. Tom's heartburn turn. All these marketing things are just right there. It is this this sport lends itself to all of that good stuff. So, um, all right. So we're off to Miami. We'll break it down for you tomorrow as we always do with our Cup Series picks. Um, so yeah, let's put Las Vegas to bed and get set for a Floridian race next week, Cody. As we tear it all down, let everybody know where they can find you on social media yep follow me on the x at husker underscore z you can find all my work over there uh again this was we were live on youtube for this one if you don't not subscribe to the youtube channel make sure you, you hop over there click the subscribe button you can jump in and, and join the, the comments like everyone else we appreciate the interaction and uh let's go make some money in miami Indeed. I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it is in between media, the back road with Seth and Elliot hopping off this week on Thursday, uh, talking about Miami as well. And then, of course, uh, my Fast Money show over on For Frequency's Sake. 
Uh, and then, yeah, just uh, follow me there as well. Listen, if you guys are uh, so inclined, take a second, rate, review the show. I know the bosses are absolutely loving the growth of this show. I just had a good, nice, long talk with our, our boss earlier. He loves the show, loves that it's growing. Help it to continue to grow. Leave a review if you haven't already. Uh, they love to see it. The algorithm loves to see it. They eat it all up, so make sure you do it. It really does help the show. Helps bringing you guys uh, all the content that we'd love to bring you. So, speaking of that content, we'll be back again with more tomorrow. Till then, let's go racing and let it ride.